welcome to another episode of the Photography Bar. It's January 2022. My name is Cam and I am joined as ever by Mark. Hello, Mark. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. How are you doing? Yep. Yep. Very good. Uh, happy New Year to you. Yeah. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to everyone else. Everyone else listening and all of that. It'll, it's now the 10th of January. So I think it's still just about OK to say that. Now, we've actually um, been sort of missing in action, shall we say, for a few weeks. Uh, Mark and mainly because uh, we had such a hectic workload uh, the last few months have been absolutely manic um, and basically something had to give and unfortunately it was the podcast that had to give a little bit um, just because we were overloaded um, but we're, we're back on track again now started off uh, in uh, January where things have really quietened down a little bit a little bit probably for most of us out there actually um but we're but we're back on it we're, we're making a few changes um well yes we felt that um <coughs> because we were massively struggling it started really when the wedding season really kicked off didn't it and then the, like the second half of last year we were really struggling getting episodes out um so yeah we, we we've had a thought and we think um we're going to reduce the amount of episodes we do a month uh, however we think we'll make the episode a bit longer too so we're going to go for one every other week um just so that we can then absolutely give you a, a you know decent content every other week and we should be able to manage it a bit more because of course we are working professionals and um you know and when think, you're yeah. self-employed you've got to take the work and yeah <laughs> yeah and i think that's it i mean fortunate we're you know we're fortunate that we had been so busy yeah. um and the podcast is a, is a huge thing for us we've got a you know a lot of listeners out well, we there. really like doing it as well you know it, it is a passion that we we both like we like doing the podcast so we don't want it to suffer um so we felt that this was a good good thing to do really yeah so uh, uh so new year new us uh we're going to be um uh, uh two episodes a month or one every two weeks that's pretty much one every it, two weeks depending. yeah one every yeah. one every two weeks of course starting off with this one now we're going to jump straight into it we've got a number of things uh going on and mark the, the the first thing i wanted to talk about was um it's sort of related to mental health for photographers yeah uh, if that's a a way of putting it and what prompted me on this was I was watching a documentary last night it was a sky documentary on uh Robin Williams American actor comedian who mm. who passed away sadly I guess I don't know how long ago it was now was it two it was, three years ago Something oh, like might, that. you know what? it might be longer than that it might be that you know that 2016 year where like everybody mm. cool died or something <laughs> do you remember that yeah, yeah i do actually yeah <clears throat> maybe it was as long as that. yeah anyway, it was, might have been then yeah so I, was, so I was watching this documentary uh about really he was he, he it was a genius at what what he did and you know it all ended sort of tragically for him and i was going back the last few months the heavy heavy workload that we had he said it really kicked off with wedding season but with graduations uh, all the, the 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 stuff that I was doing for businesses, the commercial stuff, and there were a lot of tight deadlines. Everyone wanted everything yesterday. People were starting new projects, all of that. So there was a lot of different things that um, you know I had to get my head around, and 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 you were the same as well. Yeah. Um, and what I think what kept me going was knowing that come the end of December we would be through all of the deadlines. We would be up to date and. January would be a sort of a new beginning. It was because it, it was going to be the end of that completely manic period. Yeah, I mean, it was a strange year, though, wasn't it? Because of course, the first mm. sort of three months of 
last year. I mean, this time last year, we were in lockdown again. Yeah. Um, and I remember sitting in those three months thinking, oh, you know, this is another lockdown. Is this going to keep happening? What mm. am I going to do? You know, am I losing clients? Am I, you know, am I going to have a business to go back to? You know, mm. those things were going through my mind. Um, and then, of course, when lockdown eased, I just got deluged with work. And I was like, you know what? This is amazing. I'm getting so much work. And I just worked and worked and worked, mm. just being thankful that actually I, I'm now back and I'm, I'm up and kicking and, you know, mm. It was great, you know, and I felt grateful for being so busy, I guess. Yeah. So and it, I just went through yeah. it. And, and, and it was like that. And, you know, I, I thought come sort of, you know, earlier on in the year, I thought come September, October, maybe things are going to die down a bit. And we hit the busiest period that we've, yeah, hit, yeah, yeah, we've yeah. ever hit. You know, mm. it was just it was just absolutely manic. But as I was saying, I knew that, you know, through the difficult times during that, when when when, when the pressure was really on, I knew that it was going to come to end of December or Christmas and I knew I could wind down because I know we would be up to date with all of the work and that that is what happened that that mm. was one of the good things now when I then <clears throat> finished for Christmas um I didn't really look at any emails or anything like that I really wanted to take that time off yeah. and I would look at I mean you know we've spoken about this many times I'm not social media person going on facebook or anything like yeah. that at all but i do look at facebook on working days i look at it um once or twice a day just to see if there's any any messages and inquiries that have come through and there's one or two groups that i'm a part of that i have a i have a quick look at but other than that that's it it's a working it's a working thing for me yeah now what i found though when i looked at it over the holiday period just to make sure i just kept up with anything I needed to be keeping up with, um, with insane inquiries that had come in through social media and that type of thing. I found that every time I looked, my one or two top um, posts or that I was seeing on, on, on the feed, as it were, were always to do with, it's a new year, it's a new beginning, it's a new year. And yeah, you get a lot of that this time of year. Yeah. Now, in a couple of weeks, we've got, um, who've had a great guest who's been on before, Jeff Brown from the Awesome Photographers Group, who um, is a, a photographer's mentor. Absolutely fantastic. If, if you've not come across Jeff, I highly recommend that uh, you all sort of have a look. But, we'll, but yeah. Jeff... I mean, he's been on, he's been on the yeah, pod before. He's been on before, well. yeah. yeah. He's on in a couple of weeks, and I've worked with him, and, um, and, and Jeff's great. It's worth his weight in gold. And he's going to be talking about um goal setting uh, targets and as photographers what we should be doing at the beginning of the year mm. now i want to sort of um, you know what we like we look at the opposite of things don't we we like to look at we like to look at you know uh you know uh um, you know, there's, there's pros and cons against everything, and we like to look at it both ways, don't we? That's we like to play devil's advocate. We like that. That's, that's yeah. what I'm phrasing I'm looking for. Anyway, <laughs> so, so we've got Jeff coming on talking about how to set goals, how to set targets, and what we should be doing. Now, I found that over the Christmas holiday period, when I was when I looked, and that was all that it, I seemed to be getting. It wasn't just New Year's resolutions, but it was a new you. What are you going to be doing to get your business moving and shifting and all of that? Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we hear all this stuff every year. Yeah, <laughs> and I agree with that. And I agree with setting goals. And I agree with setting targets because we need to talk about that. And we will be doing that, as I said, in a couple of weeks. But to be, to be honest with you, I think for me, it was it was overkill. It's too much. For me, mm. it was a time I really wanted to take that time off. It's it's the one time of the year, really, where I don't need to reply back to emails quickly. I don't need to be answering the phone if I don't need to, because people will leave an email. I think, well, they're closed for Christmas. 
they'll reply back in the new year. You yeah. can't really do that at any other time of the no. year. Okay, so it is a time when I believe that you you really can stop and take stock and wind down and enjoy that holiday period. And that's what we should be doing. I agree. I think it's very easy, especially I think this is definitely a thing for self-employed people or maybe people who are in like, you know, that kind of job where it's very pressured and and, and, and you've got to work, you know, stock market people, I guess, spring to mind. Um, But um, and of course, NHS as well. (laughs) I mean, you can't get more pressured than that. Yeah. and yeah, when you're self-employed, you know, there's this thing that if, if you're not working, there's this thing in the back of your head going, eh, you should be working because, yeah. you know, there's only one way you're going to be earning money. And that is if you're working and it's very hard to switch that off. Um, yeah, I, too, have like made the conscious effort of just taking it a bit easier over the Christmas period. Mm. Um, and the first few days of Jan, to be honest with you, Um but I was feeling a little guilty about it. I, I don't know. Is that something mm. you come across? Yeah. I, think, no, I need to take this time because like a couple of weeks ago, I was running off my running off my ass, mm. basically. Yeah, um, yeah. And now I'm not doing anything. It kind of feels I should be doing something and you kind of feel guilty. So you can't really relax, I find. But. No, I mean, I was going to take the first two weeks off in January and I was going to go off with my wife on holiday somewhere. We were going to try and go somewhere warm. It was going to be great and everything, but we intentionally didn't book anything because we thought let's leave it until last minute because we don't know what's going to happen with COVID. Yeah. Didn't, didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't want to be stuck waiting at an airport for hours and all that sort of thing. And now we've decided against it. It's not the best time to go. Mm. I don't think I know a lot of people that have been away over Christmas new year and are still going away now. Um, But we just, we've decided against it. Okay. So I thought, okay, well I'll go back to work and what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go with the flow. I'm not going to get too, I'm not going to get bogged down with stuff. I've got things that I need to do. um, And I've been doing that thing of, um, of, doing it if I feel like doing it. And I know I actually yeah. should be doing more because I'm not keeping up with stuff at the moment and things are going to sort of start coming in. But yeah. I've tried to go with the flow because we don't always have to be busy. We don't always have to be intense. We're so used to being, in the last few months particularly, I mean, we've got so used to being intense that suddenly when you stop and you don't do anything or you've got nothing to do, that's hard to that's hard to yeah. sort of get your head around. Like I know that yeah. if I, when I go away on holiday, anywhere it takes me three or four days to unwind if if, yeah. I'm going, if i'm going on a holiday where i'm not doing anything say if it's a beach holiday laying by a pool or something yeah and i love doing that i love just laying by a pool reading a book it's brilliant but it takes having me a drink days exactly yeah <laughs> right and it takes me days to unwind sometimes yeah however if i go on holiday where i'm saying doing a city break or i'm going walking i'm going touring yeah. or you're setting up a, a tent or something you're immediately switched off because you're on you're it not, yeah, yeah because because you're on it your mind is switched on but it's very difficult to just switch off and not do anything yeah. because in the back of your mind, you've always got this voice that's going on saying, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Or, Oh yeah, mm. I know what I need to do. I need to update the website. Oh, I know what I need to do. I need to put another post on LinkedIn. I need to put another yeah. post on, on Instagram, you know? Um, and that's not good for us. That's not good from a mental no. health point of view to always be switched on. And now I know that you've got your, that you've got your business, 
guys and business on uh, not entrepreneurs you'll you know you'll con- uh, i can't remember the word i'm looking for mentors and things you know and, yeah. and 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 who do that who who drive you to do that you should be doing this you should be doing that why are you sitting doing this you've just wasted three hours of what well, you ever in lockdown you're getting mm. all these messages are saying oh yeah the businesses that'll be successful are the ones not watching the the, the you know the, the the netflix shows and stuff like that mm, yeah. and and you know you, you, there was a lot of this sort of coercing into no you need to be doing working despite the fact the world's gone to poo for mm. the time being you still mm. need to be doing some sort of work yeah. and i was like well yeah okay you can post some stuff i guess but i was like well what though mm. <laughs> i mean no one's going to come in for family photography when there's a lockdown there's not yeah. much you can do yes you can post and yes you can keep people entertained and there's definitely some things i did uh posting wise during the first lockdown i was definitely mm. on it mm. um and you know just ideas to do with the kids and stuff like that not even mm. photography based it was mm. just some random stuff um but that was it you know all these people going oh you know you should you could do this you could do that you could i was like well hang on a minute you know are, are we now um a nation of people that are just there to work all the time uh, um yeah. yeah and okay in the lockdown maybe there was a bit of truth don't don't sit on your bum you know there is something you can do and i get that yeah but you should also be able to take a holiday um not that lockdown was a holiday i'm not suggesting that for one minute Mm. but um you do need to be able to switch off because then you and i think you need a good time to switch off as well like if i'm going away i don't like going away for a week for me it has Mm. to be now 10 days because like you said the first two to three days i'm sat sort of still a bit wired Mm. yeah (laughs) and then and then you have a week of actually chilling out uh if you do 10 days uh which is why i like 10 days rather than a week because if you if you do a week you know the first two three days then you're kind of thinking oh i'm going home in a couple of days (laughs) it's not really a holiday is it and and, you know i I, we had we had some friends over for for dinner on saturday evening and um um and one of the the, it was it was two people that came over and and the the the, it was was a couple that came over and she said to me uh, named sorrel she said to me that you, you like just calm down she was saying i was just getting drinks for people yeah and she's just calm down she goes well you, you know you, you seem like really you know just just relax and chill and but the thing is i'm always like that yeah generally like... right you know you just you know you are you are we're we're wired aren't we you know but yeah. that's you know and and i exercise and i look after my sort of health and mind and body you know so i take i do take time out to do that okay so uh, I do do those things, but you. I do feel that that you know you can be under you can be put under so much pressure. You should be posting on Insta. You should be posting on Facebook. I haven't posted on Instagram for months. No, I haven't. Right, and I'd like very much to think that I'm never going to post on Insta again. But I will yeah, do because I do. do I do to. need to as as a business. Yeah. You need to, but I'd I'd like not to do it. You know, um, and I know that I need to start posting back on Facebook again. You know, mm. and and Jeff who who um i've spoken to a number of times and does some mentoring who i've spoken to a number of times you know i need to i need to have a catch up because i do need a refresh uh with him and it's good to talk and and to have other people to talk to as a soundboard and that type of thing Mm. but my main thing is is that you know it it's you know you don't need to it's just not healthy to always be switched on um, I also think as well, I can't just switch off and I just, can't. just to throw this out there. Mm. I think for us, it's, it's slightly different this time of year as well, mm. because for a lot of people, 
uh, you know, it's, they're going back to work and, you know, accountants are probably very busy in January mm. <laughs> because of the, the deadline at the end. You know, that's when people pay their taxes if you're self-employed, mm. for those who don't know. Um, and um, we're, but we're, this is January has always been my quietest month. And because we tend to be so mm. busy, I mean, I haven't really gotten to this sort of thing yet, but I envision as, as my work life carries on, actually, the time I go away on holiday will be January, mm. not in, you know, July or August, September, mm. whatever. It'll be yeah. in January because that is when I'm quietest because yeah. in in the, in the so-called summer months, mm. I say so-called because, you know, it's not that great here normally, uh, but the time when people go away. Yeah. Um, tends to be the time when we're shooting weddings. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, see, January for me has always been a mixed month. Some months, some months we're really busy. Mm. Um, some months it's been absolutely dead. And I now, and, and I know that we've got a really busy year, but with, with work. Mm. And I know a lot of the work that we're going to be getting this year is, is already been booked in. Okay. So assuming, mm. and yeah, it will, I'm sure everything's going to be back to normal as normal as it can be and people want things to happen i've got a really busy year now that means that i can i can relax a little bit in january i can chill out i can go with the flow a little bit more mm. but it's hard to do that it's hard to say okay well look you know what i'm really quiet because you do have this nagging feeling thinking oh god it is a bit quiet you know i've got loads yeah. to do and i've just got to get on with those but nothing meaty nothing, nothing sort of right yeah. i've got loads of shoots i've got I've got one shoot booked in this week. I've got a couple booked in next week. Just small stuff. Yeah. Okay. But but, it, but the stuff. But I know that we've got a really busy year ahead. Mm. So really, the, the the sensible thing would be to do would be just say, look, you know what? Just I'm trying to do this is yeah. to just go with the flow and think. Ah, I'm gonna. I've been trying to finish early most days, but there's been a couple of days last week where I ended up working till it wasn't late it was only six o'clock which is really early right but, yeah it's not late <laughs> and uh you know it's generally though you know i have been doing what i've been wanting to try and do and that is to go a little bit more with the flow but we're mm. constantly bombarded with this pressure that well i think like i was saying because mm. it's a bit different for us mm. if it you know i i see it as my years got i mean i've only been what what's this now 2022 this will be yes well six and a half years of being self-employed and of mm. course that's taken a lot of changes obviously the pandemic is mm. you know two years of that has mm. been dealing with the pandemic so it has been quite a bit different but when i get into that sort of routine i i can see it being january being the time i take a holiday yeah. now for everybody else that's the time when you've got to reach your goals and you know yeah make these changes and, and yeah. that's and it is always i mean you can guarantee in January what's going to be there. Okay, so there's going to be all the photography mentors yeah. doing set, set these goals and whatever, yeah. which yeah. to me is a bit random in January because a lot of photographers mm. might be in the same boat as us. Mm. You're also going to get the help to quit smoking stuff and you're also yeah. going to have the dry January stuff. And then, yeah. you know, I've seen about five or six gym adverts on TV in the past couple of days. Yeah. So you're always going to get this stuff in January. Mm. And for people like us, who might actually be this will be the time you actually go away and have mm. a holiday mm. it's the wrong time of year to be sending us this stuff because this is the time when actually we're going to take the foot off the gas because we've had a blooming crazy christmas time mm. you know and mm. we'll have a crazy summertime when, when yeah. we won't be able to go away so i don't know maybe maybe people should stop sending this stuff 
until February. That's when our year starts. Or even yeah. April when the tax year starts. Maybe that's our time. When we yeah, that's right. Yeah. Setting these but, goals. And, but I don't and think it would change stuff. because the new year will always be the new year. That yeah, I know. But for the vast beginning. majority of people, it's, yeah. yeah I, and I get that. But that's why we get bombarded with it at the moment. Hmm. Um, and it's probably not applicable to us because of where we are in our yeah. year. Yeah. For me, I tend to see business-wise, actually April's the start of the year for, for business. Right, yeah. Because that's when the ta- that's the new tax year. So mm. that's the time when I kind of think, okay, well, I'm going to be doing X, Y, and Z here. Mm. That's when I tend to plan stuff. Yeah. And it was it, and this thing about setting goals and targets, as I said, which 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 is really valuable, and which is why we've got Jeff coming on in a couple of weeks. It is. Think, it is valuable. I think it can overtake yeah. stuff sometimes i've been in meetings just to have a meeting to set your goals to then set other goals and yeah. you kind of go come on let's just crack on yeah but- that's right yeah so I, I you know uh so you know i sat down at the beginning of the year and thought okay right so you know and what am i going to do and it was and and the reason why i thought that was because i've been reading this stuff you know it's being sent this stuff whether it was an email or yeah. on social media i saw that and then i stopped and thought actually hang on a minute my goal was to first of all just take the first two weeks off in january yeah okay and then to say i'm just going to go with the flow and whatever happens yeah. will happen okay to to a certain extent that's what i was going to try and do and then i was thinking right goals and targets but the thing is as i've i've i have got my goals and targets already set and uh, but when did you set them when did I set them? I discovered yeah. sometime last year. And then April, myself, by any chance? Uh, you know, I can't remember. I can't <laughs> actually remember. And I thought to myself, oh, actually, hang on a minute. I've set my goals and my targets. Yeah. Things changed last year. Why? And I'm forcing myself to think I should be doing this again. Yeah. I should be looking at my website again. I should be updating this again. I should be yeah. freshening up and freshening up. And I thought, hang on a minute. I'm just putting myself under more pressure when I don't need to. I know what my goals and my targets are. I don't get too precious about them because things change all the time. Yeah. Um, and and I think if you set goals and targets, yes, they have got you have got something to work towards, which I think is important. But I don't beat myself up over it because you can then really bring yourself down. Mm. Um, you know, about if you haven't met your targets and and that type of thing. Um, and 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 then I just stopped. I thought, right, okay. I need to just and and that was actually one of the good things that we did about the podcast, Mark. You know, the last few weeks of the year we 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 just had to stop we we just said okay look yeah. let's just we've got too much going on and we did the right thing because we were pushing ourselves and stretching ourselves um and we had messages coming through oh we um you know you, it's a shame that you guys uh, it was two or three emails um, yeah. um somebody saying two or three people saying i hope you're well and yeah look forward to seeing you again um but we were open and honest we said look we're gonna we, we need to just stop for a while we've got too much going on um and we put things into into that order of look, this is these that we've got deadlines to meet, we've got mm. to do this. And that did us good. That did us good mentally. Um, but I know there's photographers out there, particularly photographers that are out there that work on their own, that probably don't talk to other photographers and other and don't yeah. have a mentor or anything, that probably find now quite a worrying period. Yeah. You know, they're very quiet, yeah. scrapping around for things to do. Their first wedding may not be until March, April, May, June yeah. or something like that. And they've yeah. got a few months of not a lot going on. I don't know what mm. the portrait market is like at the moment. Certainly the graduation market, we kick off, well, we kick off towards the end of this month uh, and then and then February. So the- Yeah, I mean, the portrait market can be busy in January. It's, it's yeah. a strange one. Again, January, you can't really, yeah. 
you can't you can't really gauge, uh, things, yeah. gauge it because yeah. I'd say the first two weeks of January probably aren't as busy and then and then it creeps up mm. as January yeah. continues. But yeah, it's and not, come at, yeah. Not, not like Christmas, you know. <laughs> yeah, and the commercial work is really strange because, as I said, our January we never know what January is going to be like. Now I know that things probably were going to be quieter this month because because of the partial lockdown that we're in it is yeah. really you know you are being told to work from home so yeah things, yeah yeah, like, yeah things, are, things aren't back to normal and and I, and I can almost guarantee that almost every business out there or most businesses are probably sitting down at the moment putting their goals and targets what we're going to do yeah. and doing all of that because they know it's just generally a little bit quieter yeah and so we're really quiet with the commercial work which is fine it actually suits me at the moment you know because mm. I know that we've got stuff that's going to be coming in it will come in and we will be busy but but you know, but it it can get it can drive some people and get some people really down. It can it can it and it can be a worrying time for people. Um, it can be, but it, it does pick up, guys. So if you are one of these photographers who you know oh, I haven't got much in the diary, January's can be quiet. Um, and if you're new to being self-employed, especially, um, you know, you need to sort of plan for January you know plan that yeah it's not going to be as busy which is not always a bad thing that's the time you can have some time off yeah and if you've made enough money in the previous month in december which is normally massively busy um then you can afford to do it so mm. that's i suppose that is a bit of planning and goal taking if you if you want to put mm. it that way you know well this time next year i'm not going to be as busy so i need to plan for that yeah that's right yeah 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 and you know uh, and you're, you're right it is it is that time where you know it, it as i said it can you know as you said it can be worrying it can be quiet but allow for that period as well yeah you know and i know that the last few months really in the amount of work that we had on allows me to take my foot off the gas now yeah yeah you know, well, that's and it. you know so but but keep on at it guys and yeah. um you know and uh, we're always here as well to help people you know if you are if you do find that you struggle you need some advice or you just want somebody to talk to drop us a line happy to have a chat and uh you know yeah. uh, and and try and keep things as, as as positive as as we possibly can now and i have realized that as well with the past few about 20 minutes or so we have been saying about how busy we've been so if you haven't got the, the notes we've been very busy but we're not going to talk about that anymore let's no, talk right, about yeah. how busy we were because right, yeah. we've said it quite a few times that's right now a <laughs> different news story and this has been going on for a few months and but it's only recently in the last few days i think been sorted um but uh the nirvana album cover oh yes uh, never mind of the, the, the classic image of the the baby in the in the pool um and if any of you uh, have, have missed this story first of all or don't know have a look at the front cover of the album that we're talking about never mind um was that wasn't I don't know which I don't know which album it was of Nirvana's. It's the uh, second album. Is it the second album? Yeah. Is it right? Okay. Yeah, you Bleach was their first, followed right. by Nevermind, and okay. then it was in, in Utro. Right. Okay. Well, the classic image of uh, of the baby, and it's the baby or who is now an adult that is the the story really that this is uh, that this is all about. And uh, a guy named Spencer Eldon uh, in the states was the baby that appeared naked on the cover of the album. And Eldon last year sued the band Nirvana, um, alleging sexual exploitation. And the artwork const uh, const um, constituted uh, child sex abuse. 
Okay, so what was because you know I've kind of read that this was going on. What was his what, what what was his take on it? Because I never really understood. I didn't see anything expletive really about that. I mean, yes, you can see his winkle, but mm. you know, it not in a sexual way. In fact, it was very much about society, about how you're you know, because you got the, the one thing that is very much missed about this album cover is there is a dollar sign mm. on a hook. Yeah. And that is what the album cover is saying. It's saying from birth, you are told to chase the money. And yeah. normally that money has some sort of hook. <laughs> and yeah. there's, you know, that, that's what I got from it. Yeah, yeah. You know, nothing sexual at all, really. No, no, not at all. Uh, I mean, I suppose there's the stripper aspect, I guess. But I don't, I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't get that. You, yeah, you don't. I got it. it from you are born to then chase the money. And that's, that's yeah. what I got from it. Yeah, that's right. And similar to sort of almost what we've been talking about, you know, you, you constantly feel that is that, you know, you've got to drive yeah. forward every time. Now yeah. he's now 30. So Spencer Eldon, there's a guy in question, he's, he's now 30. That makes and me he, feel really, really old. Oh, I know. Uh... Now he <laughs> says that it's caused him extreme and permanent emotional distress. Uh, okay. Quote, as well as loss of wages and uh, I quote enjoyment of life. Loss and, of wages. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it says Nirvana filed to dismiss last month, saying Eldon's arguments lacked merit. And um, I quote here: Eldon's claim that the photograph and the Nevermind album cover is child pornography is on its face not serious. Their lawyer said, noting that anyone who owned a copy of their rec of the record would, on Eldon's theory, be guilty of felony possession of child pornography. And that's oh, quite God. interesting. So if you've got that album, <laughs> I've got it twice. I, I got right, it on vinyl and CD. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. So are you now guilty of um, being in possession of child pornography? They continued by noting that until recently, Eldon had seemed to enjoy the notoriety yeah. notoriety uh, of being the Nirvana baby. And I'm sure he did. You know, he must have, he must have, uh, um, you yeah, know, had a story what, or two to tell, yeah. shall we, about it. Because I've heard about this guy before this court case and my, my sort of, I don't know, the, the, the feeling I got is that he was quite enjoying being the Nirvana baby and it was a good chat-up line and stuff like that. But yeah. then mental health is a strange one. So it's I don't want to just sit here and dismiss it, but I don't know, that the, the child pornography thing, um, I, 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 it doesn't hold much water to me, which is an appalling pun for this uh, this mm. photo. But, um, yeah. It's, and he said, it, I mean, they, they go on to say, Nirvana's lawyers went on to say that he, he's also reenacted the photo in exchange for a fee many times. Yeah, uh, yes, he, he has, because I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. Right. And he had bizarrely, long hair. Yeah. And he's also got the album title tattooed across his chest. Um, he's appeared right. on a talk show um, uh, wearing uh, nude coloured onesies. He's autographed copies of the album cover for sale on eBay. And he's used the connection, and I quote this, you know, or to try and pick up women. So, and I'm sure he has certainly, you know, uh, I mean, come on, if you're a friend of his and you meet with somebody and you get chatting, oh, by the way, you know, my mate, he was a, he was, he was on the front cover of the Nirvana album. Yeah, he's Nirvana. Wow. Now, yeah. you know, he's, he, he's lived off that, hasn't he, for a while. And, um, and uh, it, 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 it's, he a has. Bizarre, it, it's a bizarre, it's a bizarre story, thing. really. Yeah. I, I, I want to be careful because obviously mental health is such a, an issue and yeah we're not here to in a, in a serious in a serious thing because obviously we got the the whole Ghislaine Maxwell case as well which Good, all yeah. gone through and yeah. you know she's been found guilty it looks like it might go for a retrial because yeah. of some of the jurors which is yeah awful because that means because those poor victims are gonna have to go through it all again and yeah. 
there is an element where you, you know you do have to believe the victims of sexual abuse otherwise yeah. people won't get found so i want to be very careful when sort of talking about this one because yeah. on the face of it it seems a bit it could very easily be dismissive yeah um i've not really heard anything from him saying why this is called i mean dropping wages how how's that happened hmm. you know, people have gone oh no he's a nirvana baby he's not working for me i mean that's just i mean has that happened i don't know um mental health is such a strange thing so i don't want to dismiss it entirely but it does seem a bit far-fetched i mean i don't know they're using it to pick up women and stuff i mean that could just been a defense mechanism for him if he yeah. did find it really bad you yeah. know and the fact that he redid it i don't know it's a hard one it's a hard one personally i think the child pornography element of it is a ridiculous that's the only bit i'm just gonna mm. say is ridiculous because yeah just because it's a naked picture of a baby you know there's nothing like i was saying before it's about society society's relationship with money actually that's what this album cover is about in my opinion i could be yeah. wrong so so just to don't want to go about this too much longer but there, there's yeah. one other thing that he does say now this is going back to an interview actually in 2015 that he did okay so interesting because he says it says it helps with girls too um sometimes girls chat me up about it more than the other way around i don't tell them it's me and my friends boast about it more than i do as i yeah. said earlier no, i just I said earlier yeah i would never go up to anyone wearing a nirvana t-shirt and say hey that's me but i was once recognized on a bridge in venice when i was there f- um for the biennial uh biennial whatever it is i'm not sure that's my ignorance there um an italian guy stopped me and said you're the nirvana baby which i thought was the craziest thing i don't know how mm. anyone would recognize me I might have one of the most famous penises in the music industry, but no one would ever know that to look at me. Sooner or later, I want to create a print of a real deal reenactment shop, completely naked. Why not? I think it would be fun. Right. So that's quite interesting as well, because that was done in, uh, what did I say? That was done in 2015. So that's what, six years ago. Yeah. Right. Now, in those six years, now bearing in mind he was what? 25 or something which is 23 okay that's when he was interviewed okay when he did this interview so in the in in the five or six years since then and now um is it suddenly it seems he now says he's that that he's been ridiculed for a number of years and i don't know how you can be ridiculed for i mean yes okay the size of his penis in the picture but he's a baby so it's not really gonna be yeah anything if anything it'd be like you know if i were oh, nice yeah. and cool do you know what i mean I, I, I wouldn't see where the ridicule would come from really yeah, that's right yeah um yeah. but i'm just going to reserve the point in saying that you know when you're 23 and you're you know you're probably sort of embracing something like this yeah. you know you hear a lot of victims and saying well actually you know at the time we were happy to do it we didn't mm. realize that we were being groomed to do x y and z yeah and i'm not saying he's been groomed here at all it's it's just it's the it's the nearest sort of sort of uh yeah thing i can put it to but you know and then when they realize when they're out of it and then on reflection like, oh no hang on a minute that wasn't right what they did mm. right, um yeah. yeah yeah i don't know i don't yeah. know about this one now it, it's moving moving forward right um you know, there's this thing about, you know, when you do uh, picture people and they say, have you got a model release form? 
yeah that type of thing okay um and is it okay to photograph people in the street or is it okay you know to go and take natural pictures and that type of thing i mean it's getting more and more intense with this you know that you have to ask people that you know is it okay for me to take your picture or somebody comes up to you and says oh what do you think we all do in taking my picture where's that photo i don't want to see it on facebook blah 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 or mm. are you from the papers we've, we've heard it all before <laughs> yeah okay? I've had that. right um now so where does like looking at it now for people that are doing that are involved in photography now whether they do it as a hobby or whether they're, they're doing it professionally where does now how watertight is a model release form okay and where do you get these model release forms where do you get the right model release form from nowadays and there's loads of model release forms i mean yeah. I think there's one that I use that I, I did find on the net. I think it was from a credible source. Mm. It was from a credible source. It was the BIPP or, or yeah. someone like that. Yeah. that just put these out there. Um, I mean, and in what, which instances should people be getting more release forms? For me, I mean, I mean, technically, I get I, I get everyone to sign one. Um, I think and you say everyone, but in what in which? Well, wedding couples they sign one um okay. because it's part of the contract yeah um family photography people they right. sign one um when you know when it comes to the end and they, they buy there's an invoice to sign and part of it is about model release forms and, and stuff like that interesting because I, I, I wonder how I, many portrait photographers out there do that yeah i do give them there is an option yeah to opt out of social media stuff i do give yeah. them that option yeah so yeah. it's not like but for me it's about copyright isn't it and that's what the model release forms about. It's about copyright and the authorship of the work. And I'll always own the authorship of the work. Mm. Um, I will allow you to do X, Y, and Z with it. But, you know, you can't tell someone you took this picture and try and enter it into competition because you didn't. I did. Um, and the model release, that tends to be, well, I can use it for X, Y, and Z. But then I put a proviso in there because I know it's family. So I know it's not professional models and they might not want their kid on social media which is fine i understand that um yeah i mean i'm, I'm just sort of having a i'm just having having a, a look online at various things and it says uh various sets you can do when do you need a model release uh form a lawyer answers it. it says most portrait photographers think that to use a photo of a person in a commercial way they must get a model release however this is only partially true in actuality there are a number of situations where someone's image can be used commercially without a model release and also some situations where a model release could be needed, even if the image is not used for advertising. It says here, taking a photo never requires a model release. The publishing of a photo, the publishing of that photo, including someone's likeness, however, may require a model release. Generally, a model release is only required if the way the photo is published makes it seem that the person in the photo endorses the product, service or organization. A model release would always, almost always be required if the use is for advertising a model release is not needed for publishing the photos news or for artistic or editorial expression and that's quite interesting because yeah. what when some when somebody when somebody stops you in the street and says say you're going out and doing some street photography then you know i've been in this situation was have you asked people and you know if they if, if so you know i was doing some I was doing some uh, photography for their local council go back a few months ago and something mm. had to be taken out in the streets and they're saying, you know, do you need to get people to re sign release forms? I'm thinking, I'm out doing street photography for you guys. I can't go around with a model release form asking your average person in the street, 
you know, how realistic is that? It's not. You know, it's not, is it? No. So, no. but know. I have noticed, like, in these days, even like news broadcasts, if you watch 24 hour news or whatever, you do actually now see people's faces blurred out. Yes, you like do. People yeah, walking yeah. in the background. And, yeah. and that's that's a reasonably new thing, isn't it? Yeah. So, so I don't know how old that article that you just read is, but I think yeah. things are changing. I think if people asked for them to be blurred out, I remember I was years ago and I still lived in Derby. Uh, there was something going on. There was some local news reporter going on and I saw, I saw her and the cameraman and I walked past. And then later on that day, I got loads of messages going, oh, check you out, Mr. Famous. And I was like, you what? It's like, oh yeah, no, it, they broadcast it. And I, there was me walking past. Um, I didn't care. You know what I mean? I don't think it was an issue, but I'm finding now that actually a lot of people are, are, are getting their stuff blurred out, like yeah. their faces blurred out. Yeah, yeah, you, you do see that more and more. Mm. Now, th there's some different sort of scenarios here that, because um, people don't know about this, because I've had people ask me about this as well, and um, and I've had other photographers ask me, and I never know the actual answer, because the, le the, 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 the legal thing, legal things can change in an instant, can't they? Yeah. What, what might be correct today? You know, may may you know may have been different from what it was, you know, sort of two years ago. There's um, legals upon legals, though, isn't there? Exactly. Um, I mean, you just got to look what's going on with um, the tennis player at the moment, Djokovic. Djokovic. You yeah. Know, I don't. You know, my my point when I saw his issue, I was like, well, it's the law of the land. You've got to buy the law of the land. But the law of the land doesn't seem to be knows what they want you know you got mm. one judge saying no it was ridiculous what's happened to you and then you got the government still might get deported yeah, so right, there's yeah. legals upon legals yeah. and i don't really understand no and now, we, now street photography is one of those things that we, you know we were saying that you know you, you say you want to go out with your camera you just want to do yeah. some photography you want to do some street stuff you know let's say you're in the yeah. uk and you go to camden you go to camden which is a great place for street photography yeah. you know that whole place but here, I mean, this is a US article. It says, generally, artistic expression is protected free speech and photos, which include a person are published and are published purely as artistic expression, do not require a model release. Uh, it says, however, just because the photographer takes the photo to create art does not mean the photo can be published in any way. So it doesn't, you know, so basically you can take the photo for artistic purposes, but it doesn't mean just because you've taken it for artistic purposes and not for commercial purposes, it doesn't mean that you can still publish it. So it says, suppose you're so you a can't stick it on your website or anything. No, suppose you are a photographer in New York and you photograph an Orthodox Jewish man walking through Times Square. Without the man's consent, you then make 10 large prints and sell them for $30,000 each. And you even put the photo in a book. Not surprising, the man who was photographed finds out and is extremely angry. Not only is he not only is he not okay with you making a profit off his image, but he doesn't even want to be photographed as it violates his religion. He sues wow. you. Says, okay. Who would, win? Says, who would win? He sues you. Surprisingly, you, the photographer, would win the case. Why? Because there is an exception for fine art photography, which is considered an editorial use. All right, you know so um that so you wouldn't think that in that now this one here before you sort of jump in my back yeah. using a portrait on social media generally photographers can publish photos of people on social media with they with or without a model release however it is not it is not advisable to not turn the posting into an advert um however it is advisable sorry to not turn the posting into an advert for your services so which is always going to be yeah well, it could, it could be. It doesn't have to be. You know, if you're just... posting some of your work on your socials, 
you're basically advertising what you can do. Even if you don't put any advertising marketing stuff on it. Still- so it says here, if you, put, if you post a photo on Facebook and you, in the post says, look at this cool photo I took, it says you'd be fine. But what if you put above the photo, it says now offering 25% off pricing for my photography. Okay, yeah. Right? Okay. Now that's different because you are using it for commercial gain. I think I'm sure there would be some lawyer who could probably twist whatever you post. If it's a business social media account that you're posting it on, I'm wondering if technically... Anything you put on there, you're advertising yourself. Okay. So and, I, and I wonder if they're, do you know what I mean? Legals upon legals. This is this is the silly thing. You don't really know where you stand because if I post anything on my business accounts, that's kind of advertising what I do, even if I don't put 20% off next whatever. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's still an yeah, advert. It's still Yeah, but the thing is, it but that's because people know you're a photographer. And are you putting it under Mark Denson photography? Yes, you might well be. Whereas if John Smith is just your, your average Joe Blog is not a photographer and he takes a photo and he puts it on uh, online just because purely he has taken a photo, you know, uh, you see. Oh, I understand photo, it. I think see, you see people take is. pictures of a sunset, don't you? And they've just taken yeah. it with their phone, or you know, hey, look who I look who I saw when I was in London, this A-list celebrity, and I've just taken a picture on my phone, you know. But then um, if it goes on your personal socials, I guess that's different. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So if you put it on a business page on your socials, I think generally you've got to have a model release form. If you were just posting it on your own yeah, um, personal page, then I, I, I think you'd be fine. Yeah. Um, but I only post stuff on my on my business pages anyway. I don't post anything on my personal, so you know. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I think it's uh, and so many people don't know what to do in this mm. situation, and that's because I think people are just so uh, you know your general public can be so sort of oh, what do you think you're doing? Type of it's a very much and we've spoken about this before. It's very much I yeah. believe an aggressive society that we live in these days. Um, you know, you know, rather than the, the the more sort of friendly aspect of it. You know, people yeah. think that you know that that people seem to think that when a photographer is about, uh, it's going to be um, it's yeah. going to be something nefarious. You know, something wrong. You know, it's it's always going to be something dodgy or 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 it's going to be you know i dare say back in the days oh you're taking a photo oh great yeah. you're taking a, you know now it's kind of like what you're doing with it yes because so many photographers in the past paparazzi or whatever have basically created this state of paranoia the people that are just going about their business exactly and, and i guess that's where it's come from yeah that's right i remember i'm not sure if i told this story before but i was shooting an engagement shoot years ago mm. and blackpool it was in Blackpool, like on the pier area mm. and, and all that. And um, we got some people, like all the stallholders, because they'd recently done Benefit Street in that area. Do you remember the, right. the yeah, documentary I do, yeah. show? Yeah, I do, yeah. And I don't think the residents liked it and whatever, and there's this big right. thing, and that showed people in the bad light. Whatever. Anyway, yeah. I was taking these these pictures with this couple, and we're getting this short shrift by everybody on the pier. Right. And this one guy, stallholder, came up and said, what are you doing? You know, are you with the press? And I was like, no, yeah. these guys are getting married. It's an engagement shoot and we're yeah. doing some cooking. And as soon as he realised what we're doing, it's like, oh, fantastic. Come on in and, you know, <laughs> use this and use that. And all. as soon as yeah. he realised what we were doing, he yeah. was fine. Yeah. But everyone assumes you're out to get them. 
That's right. Yeah. And when people do know, most people are great. Yeah. You know, most people are, you know, I've had that situation so many times. You know, I've said that to students as well in the past. Is look, just just tell people what you're doing. And more often than or not, then they'll play to the camera for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they, they, they're quite honored. They've, they've got a story to tell. They'll go back home and say, hey, guess what happened today? This photographer wanted to take pictures of me, you know, yeah. type of thing. So, um, but it's, uh, it, people don't know what to do t- these days. And my advice is that if, you are in a situation if you are taking photos of somebody just do a quick bit of research first in that article that i read it says just have a very simple model release form doesn't have to be a big deal or anything that just says are you happy for me to use your photos in publishing in advertising or whatever it is keep it really simple can be two or three lines Um, and if the person says yes look i'm happy to sign it fine if you feel that you need to do that then fine you know I think, I mean, for me, I don't do a lot of street photography. So when you're in the studio, it's kind of easy to sort out anyway. It's not really an issue. And with weddings, it's always pre-sorted as well. I think with street photography, I don't do a lot of it, but I think what I would probably do, because you can't have a stack of bloody model release forms with you. Um, I did see something doing an... um, It was a a documentary. I've recorded it, and it was before Christmas. It was about the QAnon thing. And, um, And this guy was basically investigating he's an investigating journalist he was interviewing people and he got someone to basically say on camera um i allow this to be used or something like that. right yeah okay instead of signing a form yeah. or whatever he just said can you give me verbal confirmation please yeah. on this camera that you allow me to right. do it and, and this guy did and i thought well that that could be a way of doing it with street photography you got a mobile phone Mm. right so you, you take your picture because i don't like telling people if i'm doing street photography and i want it to be more sort of natural genuine. or whatever yeah, genuine yeah. i don't want to tell people oh, by the way i'm just going to go over there yeah. and take some pictures because then they're going to be yeah. looking all you yeah. know they're going to be almost changes, the, the, dynamic, camera, changes the dynamic yeah. so for me my advice would probably be take take the photo all right and whether they've seen you or not Go up to them afterwards and said, look, I'm taking this photo for X, Y, and Z. Yeah. These are the photos. Show them the photos. Are you happy? If they say yes, right, I just need to get my mobile phone out. I need to give me a verbal confirmation that you are happy with yeah. using this photo. Yeah. And I think yeah. that would sort it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could work, yeah. Yeah, I don't know legally <laughs> if a verbal confirmation, but it's just when I saw this, this, this reporter doing it for this documentary. Yeah. And I figured, well, if he's doing it, yeah, it must be all right. Yeah. Yeah, interesting stuff. It's it's it, it's a conversation that could go on because if you get a legal, yeah. if you get a legal person come in and who would point us in different directions, maybe we need a legal is. guy on here. No, actually, we have. We did we have. have a, we, did, we did. We did. Well, maybe we, we need did. to get him back on. And yeah, we do need to get him back on. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's going back a few months ago. But the whole Nirvana thing just made me think that uh, yeah, you know, and uh, um, and this job that I've been doing in the last few months for local council here. Has very much prompted that as a yeah. situation and it was a council that themselves themselves said will you be getting people to write release model you know sign model release forms you know but a lot of it involves street photography and said yeah. to them, it's you can't it's do gonna, that it's, it's going to be it's going to be impossible to do but you know um interesting to hear if uh, anyone out there has got uh, a story or two to tell on that at all and uh, if any of yeah. you guys have got any information advice or have been caught out you know, by not having a model release form or, you know, or you took some picture of a baby in a swimming pool that, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that I wanted, a, yeah, I wanted to put it on an album cover, but you know, right, yeah. if you're doing that, I just got a little bit of advice for That's you. Right, it's been yeah. done. 
Yeah, that's right. I, I yeah. don't think it'll yeah. have the same effect. Again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and if you've sold 17 million albums, uh, you know, copies of the album, let us know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let us know. So, <laughs> let us know. You know, so, okay, good stuff. Um, Mark, you've got something to do well, with Well, it's Kodak, just a bit Kodak, of in... Yeah, yeah, it's a bit I... of... Every time I hear the word Kodak or the name Kodak, I think, oh, I wonder where this is going. You know, yeah. it's such an old name, you know. Well, now. it is an old name. I mean, I think they're still around in some guys, aren't they? Yeah, it but is. Yeah, it's, it's around. Yeah. But they're not the, the sort of like the, the, the staple of all things photography as they used to be, I guess. Um, no, that's right. Yeah, I wonder what, I wonder what they, what, what they, they do. What, what do they, <laughs> what do they <laughs> <laughs> well there's still there is still um and, and actually this this will probably say uh there is there is still a market for film there is still a market for film um x-rays being one of them and that's actually where this story comes in um mm. because it, it's an old story and it's something actually my, my wife saw it and forwarded it onto me on, on the socials and uh i was like oh okay yeah this is interesting but apparently um when the the American government were testing their nuclear bombs. Right. Uh, so it's the, you know, the, the atomic test, they were called the Trinity tests. Okay. Yeah. So the first ever atomic test um, was July 16th, 1945. Right. So, uh, and these were known as the Trinity tests. Now at the time it was very hush hush because this was before Hiroshima. So this was a, you know, new tech technological mm. weapon. Yeah. Um, I mean, whatever you think about the bomb I mean, I personally wish we didn't have them but uh nevertheless it was this big technical advance mm. and, you know if, if you like that sort of thing so um yeah so basically um these were known as the trinity tests now also because it was so uh covert mm. um and you know it was really being kept on a download by the government yeah. uh, that these these tests were taking place at a u.s air force base in new mexico it's in the middle of nowhere basically right, I mean, yeah. miles away from i mean there's the one thing we don't get really in the UK is sometimes how vast <laughs> the States really is. Yeah, that's right. You, yeah, uh, it's when it's, you're out there. Yeah, you re- yeah that's right. Yeah. And so, you know, they have the room, especially, I mean, 1945 population was a little smaller as well, I guess. Um, yeah. You know, 1945, they're, they're in the middle of nowhere, they were making these tests in New Mexico. Um, so uh, basically the, the idea was when, you know, there would be an explosion. And actually the nearby towns or whatever would probably hear this explosion. Yeah, they would but, hear an explosion, yeah. Yeah, but they would, well, we are talking hundreds of miles away, but nevertheless, they would yeah. still hear it. And their, their, their line was, oh yeah, we, there was an accident with conventional ammunition or whatever, and, you know, explain yeah. it away that way. Yeah. However, when a nuclear bomb is exploded, as we probably all know, you get these radioisotopes that kind of flow through the air and get pushed away by the wind. And of course, they didn't really know much about that at this point. Yeah. But Kodak had factories in the area and they were getting a lot of complaints that their film was being fogged. Like yeah. this massive upsurge in, in right. complaints of, of, of being in fog. So, right. okay. so they also had to investigate it. And yeah. uh, I mean, I'm, there's a lot more to this. I'm just trying to sort of slim yeah. the story down because there's lots yeah. of stuff. But, but this guy called Julian H. Webb was the guy who was investigating, um, you know, these claims that um, the films were being fogged. In especially In a special case, it was with X-ray film. Right. Uh, because X-ray film is a lot more sensitive than, yeah. than the normal film. So this is a big issue. And of course, if you're supplying the local um, you know, health service <laughs> with these, you need to get this right, don't you? So yeah, so, yeah, so they, were, they were sorting out. But uh, so it, during the, the other thing that Kodak also had of their own, apart, not just about making the film, but they also made the packaging. 
So they had their own packaging uh, factories because obviously it had to be just precise, you know, in order for things to stop getting fogged and whatever. So yeah. there's a lot of investigations going on. And apparently um, the, the, the usual issue for this would be an element uh, which was caused by radium, which is an element for known for causing issues um, of, of this kind. Okay. Uh, but under investigation, we realised it wasn't actually this, and it's actually a new isotope that's causing these issues. Right. Um, and they also discovered samples of this from samples from another Kodak plant 450 miles away had exactly the same issues. So basically, um, you know, this this was a it, it was such a precise thing. This yeah. new radioisotope has been discovered. Yeah, they were sort of in the vicinity of New Mexico, but but they were 450 miles away. So what yeah. could this be? Um, so um, basically, we've discovered that the issues were coming from a beta particle radiation. Right now, beta particles different to alpha. That beta particles actually can penetrate the skin, can penetrate paper right. and other materials uh, with ease. This is why it's considered dangerous. Right. Um, alpha. Uh, radio waves is dangerous if you ingest it but actually right. a, a block of paper you know a sheet of paper can can block it from hitting yep. you yep. um so the real and they also realized that the, the the particles had a half-life of 30 days now i'm sure all you nuclear physicists out there who are listening to this know yeah. that if it's that would probably mean that's the source of this radiation was recent so therefore it was a recent thing that caused for this radiation to come out um and they would actually later find out that it was the element cerium 141 right which as again you all know our dear listeners probably know <laughs> that that is the element that is commonly used in nuclear fission ah, of course, right of course yeah of course yeah. you knew that um so basically they realized with all these things the new isotopes and, and the fact that it's happening over a big radius that it could only be caused by a big explosion right and that's how they Goodness. accidentally uncovered the, the US government's um uh yeah testing regime. testing right and the and just to also because Webb was actually part of the original Manhattan project as well so he knows a lot about this stuff and they only released their findings in 1949 so this was a good four years after this God, all happened right because they also they had to keep it secret because yeah of, yeah uh, because yeah. of the government um but yeah, I mean, it's, it's strange, really, because, you know, you think about it, you know, it was 1945, they were doing these tests. That was only like six years after we declared war in Germany in the first place. Yeah. So we declared 1939. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I just thought it was an interesting story about how actually, Kodak accidentally um, yeah. discovered <laughs> the secret American tests. That's right. Which, yeah. Which just confounds, really, if you think about all these companies that are around and all these other sort of secret tests that governments of across the world are probably doing. Yeah. How many industries actually know what's going on because they yeah. accidentally uncovered something? It's, it's yeah. bizarre, isn't it? That is, it is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I've never come across that. I've never come across that story anyway. Never heard heard about that at all. So so the actual story itself, yeah. You were saying that your wife came across it. What it was just an article that she came across. Oh, it? well, she came across it in um it was Instagram, I think it was. Was she it? Posted right. it to me. Yeah. Uberfax. 
In the 1940s, Kodak accidentally discovered that the US government was secretly testing nuclear bombs after customers complained about black spots on their photos. It's not quite like that. It was about X-ray film, really. Yes, the other right. films were, but it was really about the X-ray films. And then right. I just and then I just did a bit of research on it and, and worked out. There was probably a lot more scientific info about it than yeah. I can regurgitate because I'm not a rocket scientist, a nuclear physicist or a... No, or anything else? But yeah, be interesting. But, yeah, I'll have to post a look at that article. That is quite interesting. That's an interesting one. Uh, well, yeah. I have found an article on it. Maybe we can post that up with the. Uh, yeah, so yes, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing we'll, we'll that. Do that. That'd be yeah. pretty cool. It's Good got stuff. a bit of info about it. But yeah, Good stuff. Okay, so Mark, we've spoken about mental health. We've spoken. To, we've spoken about physics and nuclear bombing. I know, and right. as if I brought that up. I mean, <laughs> <That's> right, <yeah. laughs> science was never my forte. Right. Babies in swimming pool, we've got to be careful what we say there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, so yeah, it's certainly, uh, you know, uh, a wide range of subjects and topics have been spoken about today. Yeah. Um, so good stuff. And that's what we aim to do, carry on doing with the photography podcast. We'll be back again in two weeks where Jeff Brown is going to be uh, our guest of honour, guest speaker yeah. on the day. And we're going to be talking about that, how that thing about setting goals and targets as i said it is something that's very important to do um you know we should should all as business owners be have have something uh you know written down um so we know what we so we know we're going in the right direction or at least help us going in in the right direction Mm. so uh please listen out for that in the meantime guys uh remember again we're now every two weeks it's not going to be weekly um and uh still on the thursday though everyone still Still on the thursday the episodes will be slightly extended from the weekly shows. So yeah, we're going to be having chance. that. So we'll, uh, you know, we'll be having uh, plenty of guests. Please Less frequent, the... but longer. That's right. Oh, yes. That sounds a bit dodged, doesn't it? So yeah. you can, yeah. So you can listen to each episode several times now before you come on to the next one. So, yeah. um, so guys, thank you very much for listening. Happy new year to all of you again. We will see you in a couple of weeks. Keep listening, keep subscribing. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing you at the next show. Thank you. Bye for now. Yeah. <laughs>